Yeah, Story Guys 2021, we're back. And I don't know if we'll keep this as a theme song. I'm sure someone would want us to pay for it, but uh, I feel like kicking off the year with the Ramones version of a Bob Dylan song is really the only way to go. Yeah, I like the Ramones in every former fashion, and I like that cheesy trip, like cover record that they did. I don't know, man. Like, They're kind of like if they wanted to have Phil Spector produce a record, like, they're kind of like a girl group. And oh, they like chants. Totally. Totally. Right? It, it, it's democratized rock and roll, man, because everybody is, uh, I mean, it's actually, it's like a weird combination of politics, right? Like, they all have the same family name, so it's a little bit communist, but then right. there's also... <laughs> Like everybody's dressed the same. Actually, I don't know. I'm not going to examine their politics. I'm just going to say I love this cover of my back pages. And welcome to 2021. Welcome to Story, guys. My name is Brian, and that's my buddy Mark I'm, over there. Hey, I'm Murdoch. Still, uh, we like to play a game where we tell each other stories and give each other fake points. And uh, we've invited along a guest today, uh, which we haven't done in a long time on this show. And I don't know if we've ever had a guest on this show when both of us were were on the show, right? I don't think so. No, no, we've had some subs, but uh, like I've taken, I've gone head to head with Michael Malone and Todd Kreiss on on a story showdown, but I we haven't had a third person in the room, and and the third person in our room today is a, is a friend of the show, been listening to our shows for a long time, but a friend to both of us, uh, worked with both of both of us and and for both of us, right, in different capacities, um, and he's also working for us again because he's on the network. We just launched Hypotheticals, uh, which was a brainchild of Charles Wilkerson, uh, our buddy here. Uh, welcome to the show, Charles. Hey, guys. Thank you for having me. So excited to tell stories with you all and, you know, kind of see where uh, what network I'm a part of. This is how badly we've influenced Charles in his life, Murdoch, is that he came to me with this idea for this podcast that we just launched on the network, and he, he pitched it to me and said, it's based on a game. And I said, okay, and I said, send me the game. And then he sent me the game, and it was a game authored by Chuck Klosterman. And Chuck Klosterman <laughs> is part of the bedrock of Murdoch and I's friendship. I honestly think one of the first conversations Murdoch and I ever had was about Chuck Klosterman. I think I have bought gifts for Murdoch that yes. are Chuck Klosterman books. Killing Yourself to Live is the one that comes to mind. I'm pretty sure I've given you Fargo Rock City. Um, yep. So it, it, it is like a core story guy's thing. And so he pitches me this whole show and then he's like, oh, by the way, it's by this guy, Chuck Klosterman, acting like he doesn't know what he's doing. I can't say no if you're pitching me a Chuck <laughs> Klosterman based show on the network. So if you haven't heard it, we put up the debut episode, um, the pilot last week on this feed so that you could actually, you know what? We didn't put it on this feed. We should put it on this feed. Anyway, uh, you, can, you can find it now at the website. We are the storyguys.com. You can find it other places um, where you like to download your stuff. And it's really fun. It's just a, a conversation based game uh, between Charles and Kelsey Hall, his co host. And I get to show up and, and uh, moderate uh, the questions. But it's just a bunch of weird questions where what you actually answer doesn't matter. It's kind of how you get to the answer. And if that doesn't make any sense, listen to the show and you'll understand. Sweet. I had no idea this was based on Chuck Klosterman, so I'm pretty excited. I like I know all about the podcast, and then I didn't know what it was based on. So Yeah, it's okay. it's good it's gonna be really fun. But we play a different game here, Charles. I think you're aware, Ooh, right? Uh I do like games. Yeah, so the game here also the points don't matter, just like on your show. Um, but we pick a story starter, a song title typically, and because of the uh theme today for our show, 
uh, the literal theme song being the Ramones, I have decided to do Ramones songs. So here, here's what we need to decide. I'm going to give you the story starter, and then Murdoch, you can decide which of us is going head to head with Charles. Okay, and we have to go first. You or I? Yeah, me or I you. So once you hear the song title. Then you can decide if you think you're going to be able to to win against Charles, and I'll be the judge. Or if you want me to go, then I'll go, and you can see, and, and you can be the judge. Okay. This is like for a football analogy. I'm going to take or defer whatever we, they do. We, with we the should corner never box. make sports analogies. If there's one thing on this show, <laughs> and let me let me air a grievance. Speaking of sports, you know what really annoys me about Charles since he's here? Like, I don't talk behind people's backs. I talk face-to-face on oh. video conference. I Lay it on me. Lay fair. it on me. Sweetheart, what are you going to do now? He's really freaking good at everything and it's annoying and on top of him being good at everything he's a great bass player he's a great friend he's uh handy he built an entire uh love seat around the his deck did he show you pictures of this have you seen this no he didn't i saw them and i'm sorry i was staring at all that it was pretty impressive dude yeah it's like home (laughs) improvement porn it's it's crazy and and so uh, he does all this stuff and he likes sports, which I feel betrayed by because I'm like, if you're good at everything and you're a rock and roll guy, you shouldn't you shouldn't be able to talk sports with people. That should be your one handicap in life. Oh, Charles, what a great story I have about Brian. So we have <laughs> Brian and I meet like over a decade ago and we're hanging out for the first time, like socially. Did we go get lunch or was this when we went nope. to that weird uh thing at the the steak restaurant uh no no, no. it's before all that okay okay yeah, we man you you don't know our history brian before <laughs> that we went to see david gray oh we did and and you and you were really hammered i got really like, hammered at that show <laughs> and, and like i i don't know that i'd been around you when you were really let me, hammered let me just and say you, let me just say if there's any musical artist who inspires getting hammered it's you know it's the guy who wrote babylon let's just be honest <laughs> <laughs> but but I remember very clearly I said something about sports and you know I don't really like I watch NFL playoffs in January like Saturday I drank and played guitar I I, I had NFL football on but I had it on mute and I had f- headphones on and I played guitar for like 10 hours like I mean it was bliss for me right but anyway I mentioned something about sports to you and you had had so much to drink <laughs> you said something like something about how we weren't going to get along and I remember thinking like this is my new boss this is totally freaking weird and then, and then we listened to this situations running through my head and you were like really contemplating life because it was such a raucous and out of control show God, I did get out of con- I, I I forgot about how how hammered I got at that show. Golly, yeah, you that's were, funny. You were headbang you were you were headbanging <laughs> like we're at a rage against the machine show. And we were watching David Gray and like I'll be honest, man. I it's genetic, it's the Scotch Irish, whatever it is. And so I've went full tilt like drinking or working in a bar and all the things. And rarely am I like with someone else who's a little more hammered than me 
uh, and it was you that night. And that's never happened. Honestly, that's I don't never think it's happened, happened again. Us. It's probably never happened since, has it? No. That's no. so I don't know. Never had Archie Powell concert. Or, oh, we were all three at that, weren't we? Yeah, that's where we tried Malort. Oh man, that's a that's a good story. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, okay. So the last addendum on this David Gray story is that we went to get falafel after it. Do you remember this? No, I'd had a lot to drink. So we went to get falafel. <laughs> we, we went to get falafel, and the the venue was by where we worked. So we were in this falafel place a lot. And this is definitely when the woman at the falafel place put together or thought she put together that we were a couple. She thought we were a couple. And then we <laughs> never, ever, we never, ever told her the, like, we just kind of rolled in and she would, we'd roll and she's like, hi guys. And like, it's like she just kind of knew. And we, it wasn't like, I don't know. We just kind of rolled with it. Yeah. We rolled like, with that for years. That was a thing for yeah. years uh, where we would just go and be like, Hey, <laughs> put some extra. Was there any benefit of rolling like that? Did she give you like free, like tzatziki or something? Yeah. There's no. a, there a little bit of a wink, but uh, yeah, no, it yeah. was. It some was may nice. say that's priceless. Yeah. It was, there was smile. <laughs> I think she felt good and I was not going to crush that for her. We are, oh, we are a cute couple. I mean, let's just be honest. This is more fun than I expected to have, and we haven't started yet. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, songs? so yeah, I, we're probably supposed to do that. We're probably supposed to get to the songs right now. So Ramon's songs, uh, as already stated, Murdoch loves his Ramones. Um, so I've just grabbed a, a selection of them here. Um, we've got... Um, Let's see. We got Blitzkrieg Bop. I don't know what you're going to do for that if we pull that one out of the hat. Pet Cemetery. That's a fun one. Uh, my brain my brain is hanging upside down. I believe in miracles. I want to be your boyfriend. Rock and roll high school. Uh, I don't want to grow up. We good with all those? I'll throw those in. Sure. Let's uh, let's just see how bad I'm going to do. Yeah, let's all right. See and the uh, story starter for the story starter for today is rock and roll high school. Rock and roll high school. So you can, you know, you can have some. You have a little room to explore where you want to go with that rock and roll and or high school and or both. Um, I'm gonna let. Oh man, I've got. Okay, Murdoch, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Brian, I'm going to defer to you. Okay. In sports, that means he would give you possession first. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Charles. And that means that Charles will receive at the beginning of the second half, possibly giving him the advantage you don't know about. Okay, so this Ooh. makes you the judge, Murdoch. You you are the judge. I'm the judge. Okay. Okay. Uh, just remember who is your life partner who you go see David Gray with. <laughs> just remember. Your life partner. Just remember. My life partner in hummus. I'm your hetero life mate. Okay. That's right. Uh, so here's here's my story. And I'm torn because I've got two good ones. I've got one that is directly about rock and roll that I don't think I've ever show in high school that I don't think I've ever done on the podcast. I don't think I've ever done this on, the, on, the, on any podcast, which is crazy. And it just came to me. It was not. Wow. Okay. So here's the story. So I am uh, with just a little bit of background. I moved across the country when I was 16 and started at a new school my junior year of high school. Okay. So 
through the junior year was like trying to find a, fi- a friend group. It was also much bigger than any high school I'd been in before. And it wasn't huge. I think my graduating class was maybe a couple hundred people, but it was a lot bigger than what I had been in before. And so, you know, I just spent a year kind of navigating, figuring out what kind of friend group to fall in with. And then by my senior year, I'd found the, the group of friends, a lot of whom I'm still pretty close to. So at the beginning of the senior year, there was there had always been a Sadie Hawkins dance. All right. Um, Did you wear khaki pants? Are we real question? Are are we all familiar with a Sadie Hawkins dance? (laughs) Oh, gosh. So I don't know. I don't know what that is. And I'm going to say this out loud. At my high school, we didn't have prom. We had a Valentine's Day dance. What is this Sadie Hawkins dance? It's what the girls ask the guys. It's always a surprise. That's now it. they should just call it the Costanza dance. All right, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's really it. But it typically, at least in my high school, and of course I went to high school in Arkansas, but it was it was country themed, right? There was like haystacks. And I don't know if this was a thing. Was this a thing, Charles, whenever you went to one? Were they always themed like a country dance, like a barn dance? No, we didn't have themed ones. We just had prom okay, or so, like homecoming. So we had prom in the spring but in the fall we had the Sadie Hawkins dance and there was a handful of us that were all music like I was in the musicians group right like when you're looking at the cliques in high school I was with like the stoner musician kids was who I hung out with and the there was a dance team that put on the Sadie Hawkins dance as a fundraiser and they forever had just had a DJ in there that would play country music right it was the late 90s and there was you know there, how many times can you hear Lone Star, right? Like there was there was a, a couple Sammy Kershaw records. And they came to us, one of them in particular, who my friend Crystal, who had a little bit of a crush on, and who also, I, I to this day, may have a CD she made me that says Crystal's Rap Mix on it, which was mostly all Nelly songs. Um, it, it, she came to us and she said, hey, would, would any of you guys want to play the Sadie Hawkins dance? And we said, like, what do you mean play the Sadie Hawkins dance? She's like, well, you know, we're just looking for a way to make it like different and interesting. Instead of just playing country songs, we were thought we'd hire a band and you guys are all like in a band, right? And we kind of were like that we were all musicians and some of us had actual bands, but like, and I think we maybe played a talent show or something like somehow she had this idea that we were a band. So a couple of us were like, well, yeah sure we'll play the Sadie Hawkins dance well we didn't think through the implications that the rest of the high school thought they were going to like a a hoedown and we were going to show up we were going to show up and play rock music so again this was put on by the dance team as a fundraiser so there was like very little uh supervision and when I say supervision, I don't mean in like the people are making out in the hallways type of way. I'm saying that they didn't like come and like make sure everything was set up right. So we, for like a week or two, are just cramming every day to learn a bunch of songs. And I'm telling you, we were pretty toned after the situation. And we learned songs like Monkey Wrench by the Foo Fighters. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so... We, we go and we set up and we're we're sound checking and when people show up for this dance it's instantly recognizable that this was a bad idea and that nobody wanted this so all these people show up thinking they're coming to this thing where they can listen to um you know big and rich big and rich and 
You might have been, you might have been a little that might have been a little early for Big and Rich, but I'll take it. Thinking they can listen to Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy, and instead they're listening to this skinny guy <laughs> try to sing Foo Fighters. So the culminating moment of this disaster piece is during the song Monkey Wrench, the aforementioned Monkey Wrench. I also, I mean, just for just for fun, I'll tell you that there was also a point at which. I tried to do basically a solo version of I Think God Could Explain by Splendor, which was kind of a radio hit at the time, which I'm sure both of you don't know. And I don't really have the range for that. No, I don't have the range for that. Um, we, We get to Monkey Ranch by the Foo Fighters, the crowning moment. And we start, you know, what's the best part of that song? You both know the best part of that song. Chorus. One more thing before I quit. Yeah. yeah no, okay. Bridge. When Grohl starts yelling in the bridge. Yeah. Keep in mind, not a lot of adult supervision on the way this thing was set up. We get <laughs> into that part, and it goes. I'm going to reenact as much as I can, both vocally and physically, for the two of you that can see me. What oh, this so What this was like. So the mic is here. I've got the electric guitar, and nothing's grounded. And I go to sing the part where Dave Grohl yells and I feel the need to grab the microphone while holding my guitar. And I become part of the circuit. And so it kind of goes like this. One last thing before I... I never wanted any more than I could... Into my head. All the way through the bridge, about every five words, I am... a bolt of electricity is running through all of my limbs and i am just trying to come unglued from the microphone i don't know guys what i'm saying is i don't know how i'm alive not only was this was this a terrible experience for everyone that attended i almost died whilst trying to sing a dave Grohl part no one wanted wanted to hear me sing that whole part of Almost Famous, man, where that guy in Sweetwater gets electrocuted really almost brought tears to my eyes. I can't believe that happened to you in real life, man. That's... Yeah, man. I can't believe I've never told that story before. When I heard Rock and Roll High School, I was like, oh my God, I have a Rock and Roll High School story. You do. It was not that rock and roll. So, Charles, that's what you're up against, man. This now right. means you've got to top that story and... and... I, I feel like I brought you something. That was pretty good. I'm, yeah. I'm super so, excited Charles is here. Oh, thanks, guys. So before you're in high school, you're in middle school. And is that I, how that works? I, allegedly, unless you're really smart. In but some I states, there's actually middle school and then there's junior high and then there's high school. If we're going to get technical, but get out of here. Yeah, go ahead. So in middle school, my it was the first time you could like select if you wanted to be in band. And I was like, Mom, I really wanted to play the saxophone. My parents both looked at me and were like, we're not talented, so I doubt you will be talented musically. <laughs> so I was like, oh, man, I'm really going to be like, what do I I'll do? I'll show you. Yeah. So I signed up, and I really I, – I, my whole middle school career, I was first chair alto saxophone. And I was like, all right, I'm decent at this. So high school comes, and all my friends in band are like, we're not doing band anymore. We're going to start, you know – other instruments like guitar drums and stuff like that and i was like oh sweet so my parents go hey do you want to do band in high school and i was like mom i'm already fat i don't want any other kids another excuse to make fun of me so i'm not <laughs> going to do that i'm going to try to play bass and so they're like i, I guess that that's cool so my goal 
at one point. So in high school, they had a talent show and I always wanted to like foot a band to be in this talent show. And my buddies in band, they're like, hey, we're going to start. We're going to make this band. We're going to play some Nirvana covers and enter the talent show. I was like, all right, cool. Can I play bass? And they're like, no, we actually have someone else to play bass. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is Boulder Dash. Like, I left band to pursue being a bass to play in your band, and you're not going to let me in. They're like, "Mm, sorry, we're going to have Jeff. He wants to sing, but we already have two guitarists, so he's going to play bass and sing. And I was like, you got to be kidding me right now. So that happens, and I don't get my chance to shine. I'm still playing bass. Like Brian, I moved my junior year to Louisville, and we did high school. And I met some really cool kids in this punk rock scene, and I'm asking, hey, do any of you guys want to start a band? And this one guy who plays drums, he's like, yeah, I'd love to start a band. And he was talking. He's like, how do you feel about ska? And I was like, ska's not dead. I love ska. Do you think we can find anyone who can play horns? And he's like, dude, I know someone who can play trumpet. And I was like, all right, that's like one third. We just need two more. And so we're trying so bad. And so the band name we came up with for our ska band was called Skapocalypse, which to this date is one of the best ska names. Has that not been taken? I, I refuse to believe that that wasn't taken. That's fantastic. On MySpace, it was still available. <laughs> well, then it was open, it open was, season. It was, it was totally available. So, by the way, by the way, for everyone that's listening, Charles is such a fun bass player. I've watched loops of him on Instagram rehearsing playing bass. Like that's how much fun it is to watch him playing bass and not being in the same room. Yeah, it's so a it's, I, it's a boring instrument. I got to church it up. So. <laughs> Anywho, back to junior year. We're trying to foot this ska band called Skapocalypse. So you had the name before you had the band? Because I love yeah. that. I love that. Cart, cart before the horse. We had the MySpace name. We had pictures of just the three of us. So we had a drummer, a bassist, and a trumpet to front this band. And we had no songs. We had nothing. We But we had a you, presence you online. You took photos? You took photos? Okay, that is the most... The generation <laughs> right below us, Mark, that is the most <laughs> indicative thing, that Charles is a little bit younger than both of us, because the idea of putting together the brand package before you have the product is such a thing that Carpet resonates. Carpet horse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, that's so good. So well, you got a plan. No one else wanted to join Scapocalypse. I know. <laughs> So my senior year, I've given up hope of trying to like live out my high school dream of playing an talent show. But God blessed me with two people. And we formed a band called Blooming Odyssey, which sounds very similar to Blooming Onion. And we got made fun of that a lot. So my senior year, my drama wait, wait, teacher wait. wanted did, did Blooming Onion have a MySpace page before they had the full band too? Blooming Odyssey did not. We actually had songs before we did anything. We learned from Scopocalypse. Mm, would you consider your, your bass riffs in that band being crunchy? <laughs> oh, so oh. crunchy. So easy. <laughs> oh, it's low-hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah, but it tastes so good. It's an onion. It tastes so yeah. good. <laughs> so... Blooming Odyssey, we met. We Originally, ironically, we started as a Nirvana cover band, so that's a big middle finger to my first band that kicked me out before I was even a part of it. Yeah. But we, um, our guy, 
Simon, he wrote a lot of the stuff and I played along with it. And Will, who's our drummer, who went on to become Buddy Crime. So I don't know how familiar you are guys with Buddy Crime. He's a local guy who does like a lot of EDM, Andrew WK-esque stuff. But he was the drummer for us right now. And so our theater teacher, which Brian found out, I did Colonel Pickering and My Fair Lady not too yes. long ago. Yes, one he of did. Our yeah, I was Colonel Pickering in high school, our high school production of My Fair Lady. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which right. is so good. So that, so that was fall. So in spring, our theater teacher was like, we want to resurrect a thing called the Gong Show from the 70s. And it's basically like, you have three panels of judges <laughs> with a giant gong. and Murdoch is if, losing his mind right now. <laughs> so if someone comes out on stage and they just blow, the judges just ring the gong, and that's your signal to get off. Just leave the stage. Uh, what's, wasn't there the gong show lots of cultural appropriation? I mean, there there were some things happening on the gong show that were, would not hold up, right? No, yeah, not at all. Were, yeah, there was that one very famous thing with these two girls came out and did something incredibly imp- inappropriate <laughs> and then all the judges waited to go. <laughs> everything about it was wrong like cancel culture would have hit it before hey everybody <laughs> welcome like it, they would have not gotten <laughs> yeah. through the opening credits it was anyway Charles, please go on sorry about that yeah so we finally get to play in front of a limited crowd we played some originals went as you know in high school went well so well but we were the house band for the gong show but we tried to perform (laughs) and they gave it to like two people who dressed up as like they had uh boxes and they made them in robot costumes and then they built like a little uh cardboard town and it was like two robots fighting in japan to, to Daft Punk that won but beat us out because our teacher didn't realize we entered not just as a house band but at the end of the day I got to play in front of a crowd and that's what started me wanting to perform in front of people <laughs> there's videos of this as soon as we're off from this I'm plugging in my hard drive I, and I'm uploading them to you I need to, to see them immediately and they need to live on our website and I what <laughs> I it's just so it's it's so good. The house band idea never holds up. Like I've also been victim to that a few times where people are like, "Oh yeah, we need a house band or we need a wedding band or we need like we and you know, and I came from uh this Christian uh, you know, background and growing up in with church stuff and and there was it was the end of the 90s so it was the height of the we need a worship band. And let me tell you, I'm really glad cell phones did not exist for the time that I tried to open a youth conference by singing Gray Sky Morning by Vertical Horizon, and I cannot sing that. I cannot hit that note, especially at 8.30 in the morning. Very <laughs> glad. Very glad that tape does not exist. But, uh, wow. Okay, so, Murdoch, this is uh, this is your call, buddy. Yeah, Charles gets all the points. Like, this is... Oh, it's because of the gong oh. show. It's so yeah. funny because Brian gives Kelsey all the points, and I don't get jacked on my own show. So, this is pretty great. Yeah, this this was awesome. There's been times during lockdown, and or I, I don't know, I've lost track of time, where I, I sit on Instagram, and I... And I, I don't know. It's something we created before so the farmers would know when to plant the crops, Charles. So, and now, and now we're stuck with it. Um, where I've sit on Instagram on my phone and I've just watched in a loop of you watching playing bass. Thanks. <laughs> I, I mean, it's totally, it, I know it sounds oh, weird. weird. 
but it's like it's just there's so much rock and roll about all of it that's super i mean it's it's oh, fun. thanks yeah uh, uh, listen the Charles Love Fest have to, has to end, right? He's good at everything. He likes sports, and he just beat me on my own game show. This is bogus. Uh, if you want to hear Charles on his own game show, it's called Hypotheticals. Uh, the, the new episodes go up on Wednesdays, uh, so you can find them all when you visit Hypotheticals on Anchor FM, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or you can find the link when you go to wearethestoryguys.com uh, because he is part of the Story Guys family. So get interactive with us. Send us an email we are the story guys at gmail.com let us know what you're thinking uh and let us know how much better my story was than charles and how i got robbed <laughs> i got robbed guys this is i i am i listen i'm having an alternate celebration slash inauguration for my story are you gonna storm my house because you don't believe the results <laughs> too soon too soon ah, story guys hey let's all say it together what are we supposed to keep doing Keep telling stories. The internet just broke. We just broke it.